You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. Please subscribe so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when a new episode is uploaded. If you like what you hear, please leave me a review and share this out with your friends and family so that we get this message out to as many people as possible. Shout out to my Rise Tribe, my loyal listeners who continue to rise and vibe with me week after week after week. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate all of you. Some of you may or may not be aware that I am currently in separation and going through a divorce. For the most part, my divorce has been uneventful with the exception of some minor hiccups. One being my ex-husband started dating a former close friend of mine. But, you know, even that I handled well. You see, when you are on a healing journey, your perspective on life changes drastically and your understanding of the world and people just evolve. You know, so the things that used to bother you don't have the same impact on you because you just have a more ascended view of the world. But still in all, going through a divorce is an emotionally charged life event and can have lasting impacts on your children if mishandled. So today's episode is geared toward parents in separation and going through a divorce who want to learn ways in which they can support their children through this very difficult time. All right, but before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Going through a divorce or separation is a life altering event and a time of grieving the life that you once had and adapting to a new experience. And for children, this is equally stressful. Their routines have changed to adapt to living and splitting time between two parents. There's also emotional upheaval they experience when going from seeing one parent daily to having a rigid custody agreement in place. So research indicates that the well-being of children going through a divorce depends greatly and immensely on how well the parents maneuver that transition. So in other words, if the parents ensure that their divorce is civil and places the children's needs and best interests as the goal, the children involved have great odds of surviving the divorce without long-lasting emotional consequences that may impact them later on in life. Not every parent is emotionally mature enough to do so. And they allow their pain and hurt to seep into the energy pool of their children. I have counseled parents who would lean on their children for emotional support. 
And this is very harmful to the children. This puts the children in a position of consoling one parent and being hostile toward the other parent for, you know, being the villain here and hurting that parent that they're consoling. The child is also placed in a parental role as they have to be responsible for the emotions of the parent they're consoling, which one does not allow them to process their own emotions, right? They have to put their emotions on the back burner so that they can help their parents get through this difficult transition. But it also upsets the hierarchy of the parent-child relationship. And it makes the parent more of a peer. So respect for the wounded parent is lost here in this transition. Divorce can unearth a lot of unhealed wounds and emotions. So it's important that you strengthen your support system by getting connected with a mental health provider and getting your family involved with a mental health provider. I want to go over some things of concern. So if you see or witness your children demonstrating any of the following characteristics, it might be time to get help sooner than later. Okay. If you see that your child has exhibited changes in their appetite, maybe they're eating too much or too little, it's time to seek help. Maybe there's some changes in sleep patterns. Maybe they're not sleeping at all, or they're sleeping too much. Okay. That's when we want to consult a mental health provider. Also look out for social isolation. Maybe they were really social involved in a lot of activities, but now those activities no longer interest them. Maybe they're usually even killed, but suddenly they're having more angry outbursts. Maybe you've seen a decline in their school performance. Maybe you see that they lack energy and they're always tired. Maybe you suspect drug use or alcohol. Uh, maybe there's self-injury. Any one of these, um, if you observe any of these changes in their behavior, please go ahead and seek a consult with a mental health provider. All right, let's get into the do's and don'ts of parenting through a divorce. We're going to start with the don'ts and then end and conclude with the do's. Okay, so let's get right into it. Don't mislead children or misrepresent the truth. Don't make promises that you cannot keep. Okay, at this time, it's very important that your children trust you. Trust you to be honest, trust you to show up for them emotionally, trust that you'll be able to give them sound advice and be honest with them because their life is changing and they're looking for some stability. So consistently being honest with them is going to be helpful. Don't wait until the last minute to inform your children about the divorce and how it will affect their routine. You know, some children need more time to process things. So allow your children time to process and adjust to these changes. Okay. Next is avoid blaming or talking negatively about the other parent in the presence of the child. You know, when you do this, it, it forces the child to have to choose a side rather than enjoying time with both parents. So really be respectful of their relationship with the other parent and not bash them or make disparaging comments about that other parent in the presence of that child. Next is do not use your children as a messenger for the other parent. Communicate directly with the other parent or through the proper legal channels. 
So keep the child out of the middle, okay? They should just enjoy spending time and they shouldn't have any responsibilities for sending messages to and from, okay? Do not confide in your child or look to your child for emotional support. You know, this is our role as parents is to be there for them, help them through it, rather than making those boundaries blurred when we are looking for our children to be emotionally supportive to us. Keeping in mind the developmental age of your child and making sure that you are there for them rather than them being there for you. Okay. Do not allow rules to be broken or attempt to bribe children due to your internal feelings of guilt or shame during this time. It is important to maintain structure and stability. So a lot of times we may parent out of guilt because we feel that our kids are going through a rough time. They may be sad. So we give in and we allow them to break rules and we don't really provide any structure. That structure is actually healthy. It's a form of consistency and they can rest in that security that, hey, I know that this isn't going to change. I know that I'm going to eat dinner at a certain time. I know that, you know, I have to read this amount of books or I have to still keep my routine, even though things look a little different. So trying to keep as many things consistent as possible is going to be helpful. Next is, if your child is not expressing difficulty with adjusting, don't assume that they're fine, that they're not struggling. So check in with them regularly. Even if they look like they're doing just fine, it's okay to make time for those moments of just being with each other and just chatting and talking, okay? Next is, don't ignore yourself or your needs. Seek help when needed, okay? So making sure that you're taking care of yourself as well. All right, let's move on to the do's. Do communicate with your child honestly about the divorce. Communication should be age appropriate, honest, and free of blaming the other parent. Okay, you can say things like, you know, your dad and I, your mom and I have decided that we want to separate, but we both love you very much and we will continue to do that. So just reassuring them that both parents are going to stay in their lives. Next is do assure them that the divorce is not their fault. Restate the reason and that you still love them. So you want to be honest about, you know, what you can about why you guys are separating. Next is reassure your child that both parents still love them and that it's not going to change. Next is do ensure that both parents stay involved in the children's lives. So if previously you both showed up at basketball games, soccer games, football games, or or whatever, whenever possible, and if safe, you know, that both parents can still show up for the child. That is going to help them maneuver easily through this transition. All right. We're continuing on the do's. Do show respect and behave cordially to the other parent in the presence of the child. Remember that just because you guys are separating doesn't mean that the child stops loving their parents, both parents. So you want to make sure that you show up respectfully and that you behave cordially because it just minimizes the stress on the child and it helps with interactions with the other parent. You know, it helps things go so much smoother when 
both parents can be respectful and can be cordial. Do communicate directly with the other parent about the well-being of the children whenever possible. So maybe you got a letter from the school saying they're doing great. Maybe there is, you know, something that they need help in, but just communicating about the shared project, which is the children and, and rearing the children. So when you look at what is in the best interest and just communicating what's going on with the kids and making both parents and making sure that everyone has that information, it's going to be helpful. Do maintain healthy emotional boundaries with your children. So again, don't lean on your children emotionally. Don't look for their support. Don't look for them to console you, make you feel better. That's our job as adults. Um, But if you're struggling, definitely make sure you have a good support network. But using your children in that capacity is going to do more harm than good. Do provide your children with consistency, stability, and structure. This is actually going to help them because they can rely on routines. They don't have to think about it. And it actually does better for their anxiety if they know what to expect when the parent is going to pick them up, when they're going to return them, uh, what is you know expected of them during the school day. It actually helps them fall into a rhythm and adjust more quickly when they have a consistent structure environment. Okay, take care of yourself is the last tip that I have. Engage in self-preserving activities, build a good support system and seek professional help when needed. So in conclusion, the best thing a parent can do to support their children through a divorce is to let them know it is okay to feel their emotions. Don't try to cheer them up or distract them from having emotions, as this will only put pressure on them to want to always feel happy or only share happy feelings with you all the time, right? But empathizing with them is going to help them process because your children are watching you, how you behave and the things that you say and do. It's important that you are mindful of how you're behaving and maneuvering through this divorce. Be honest with communication, communicate age appropriately about the divorce without blaming the other parent. Do not look to your child for emotional support. Do what is in your power to be supportive of your child spending time with that other parent if it's safe to do so, right? And throughout this transition, trying to keep as many things consistent is going to limit your children's anxiety. This is a difficult life transition and you do not want to have to do this alone. So go ahead and seek a local mental health professional near you to help you through this. Okay, so until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience by providing us with a five star review. You help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.